0: That's everylife.com, and don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to From the Kitchen Table. I'm Sean Duffy, along with my co-host the podcast, Rachel Campos Duffy.
0: Hey, Sean, it's so great to be at our kitchen table. But actually, let's just be honest. We're not at our kitchen table today. You had to go to D.C. I'm here at the house. And as you know, Valentina is not feeling very well, our youngest. And she's laying down next to me. And I thought I'd let you hear her snoring so that if during the podcast people hear this sound, they'll know it's not me falling asleep. <laughs> Can you hear that? Can you hear that?
1: I can't really
0: deeply. It's like. It's like baby snoring. It's baby snoring. Anyway, um, we have a great podcast today because we have some great topics that are like fresh off the press. So today we're going to be discussing one of my favorite topics, Harry and Meghan, who are just being super evil to Prince William, his brother and his sister-in-law who are on a tour here of the United States and in the middle of the tour, right at the start of the tour. They decide to release the trailer for their new Netflix docu-series. It's full of all this new footage, and it's really stealing the thunder from the prince and the princess who are here in the United States. But there's another story, Sean, and this is the one that you're most excited about, and that is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has decided to pull the state investment. So the 401k investment money from the state of Florida from BlackRock, because he's angry that they're investing, you know, all these hard earned people's money into ESG environmental social government governance, which, you know, as you know, it's just a lot of climate stuff and a lot of social justice stuff that doesn't actually make money for the people who are investing into the funds. So Sean, maybe you want to start with that Give a little more background because you've been waiting a long time for someone to do this.
1: And it doesn't maximize returns, right? So when we invest in money for our retirements, we want to make sure that we get the best return possible so we have, we have as much money as possible in our retirements. And there's been this new movement afoot um, by elite globalists who um, want to invest in and push ESG, as you mentioned, environmental, government, and social. Um, and it's not putting in a priority on return on investment and um, what's, what and we're going to get into what Ron DeSantis said, but what's what's troubling here is a company like BlackRock who takes they have eight trillion dollars of people's money that they invest. Ron DeSantis only pulled two billion of that out. So this is like peanuts for BlackRock. but BlackRock uses that eight trillion dollars to then push companies to buy into this ESG movement. And if they don't buy in uh, the ESG movement, BlackRock threatens to not use your money to invest in them, even though it may be a good investment. And so the power through investing your money that BlackRock has is immense. Uh, Larry Fink is the CEO and a, an incredible wokester at BlackRock. And so what you're now seeing is so wait, 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 so Sean,
0: so, Sean, are you saying so what BlackRock does is bully companies into having all these woke policies and climate change policies that aren't good for their company's bottom line. But if they don't do it, then he won't use people's 401k money that they are holding on to and invest in that into your company. So essentially you're bullied into doing things that you don't either A, believe in, or B think will help your bottom line.
1: Right, and so if you don't have a lot of people investing in your company, that might affect the stock price performance of your company, which means that affects your ability to do research and development uh, um, that might be the, the next generation of your product. So this really matters. And what's troubling, Rachel, is the fact that you might not agree with ESG, You might think this is a horrible set of policies, again, saying whether it's the environmental investments, but also we need diversity, equity and inclusion in in your uh, company, which means, listen, I, by the way, I think diversity is important, including people is important, but I want the smartest people in a company to rise to the top. I want the smartest people being hired and promoted, and they want to make sure that you have a certain quota of different kinds of people, which aren't based always on skill. It's based on the quota. This is a recipe for a disaster in regard to performance of companies.
0: But won't that, yeah, I was just saying, won't that be bad for the company? If the company is, you know, hiring people to meet this this racial quota that BlackRock wants them to meet, they're just not going to be as good of a company. Or if they're implementing green policies that don't really do anything for the environment, but cause them to spend money on these things. Um, that's not great for the company. I, I'm. It's just not good.
1: Well, I'll tell you this: China doesn't have ESG, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> they're not. They're not pushing their companies to um to 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 have an ESG model. And so, what's important is so. Here's you might go. Well, you work for Fox, Rachel, and you have a retirement with Fox, right? Or anyone listening, you have a four hundred one k. Well, you don't have the ability to invest your money in whatever kind of money manager fits your politics. Your company, or if you're in the state of Florida, your state decides who's gonna manage the money for the retirees. Fox decides who manages the money for you, Rachel. And you can pick a number of different funds within that company, but they're still going to a, to a company that Fox picks. And so Florida had their money managed. And again, a behemoth, the biggest in the industry of money managers is BlackRock. And so what Ron DeSantis finally said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to pull our uh, retirement money out of BlackRock because we don't think BlackRock is focused on re- return for our, um, our citizens' um, return on investment, right? They, they're focused on these other social priorities, which, by the way, don't actually match the values of the majority of Florida voters. Yeah, so, so, so
0: they're, using, they're using our cash basically to fund a social, you know, social engineering projects and and other things instead of maximizing returns. So he took $2 billion, Sean, out of out of BlackRock. You, You said that's not a lot, but it could be the beginning of a movement. Do you think that BlackRock is worried that this may be the way other Republican states go and that they're worried about this? Or are they laughing about the measly $2 billion that Ron took out?
1: No, no, I think they look at, they look at states across um, the United States and you start to see Republican states pull their money from BlackRock. That, you know, again, that might be small potatoes for BlackRock, but those states elect members of Congress and senators who reside on Capitol Hill. And that creates a whole set of problems for Larry Fink and BlackRock. Um, as the, 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 the Congress, especially one controlled by Republicans like the House, start to do oversight on this issue and its effectiveness. And what, you, know, you, you have a duty to get return for investment um, of your investors. And the problem here is they, we think they've lost that focus. Now, Larry Fink will say, no, no, we're still getting great return um, on your dollar, but we're doing it with this greater ESG cause. But if just a step back, right? So you look and see how corporate America, the top levels of virtually all of these corporations, have become very woke. And again, it might come from Harvard and Yale, Stanford, the the top universities that graduate smart kids, and and they elevate to these top level positions in companies. That's one part of it, yes. But the other part is on the investment side, the the Larry Fink side. They're pushing them to go even further on um, on these woke policies. That again, to your point, don't benefit always the bottom line of the company, which then doesn't benefit the investor who put their money with BlackRock, and that's what this is all about. And so, um, right, but I think it, so. There's
0: BlackRock, but are there other companies? Will this actually? Will other? Com- will another comp I've always been surprised, Sean, that ESG that because I've said to you, I don't want my Fox retirement money going to an investment firm that's focused on ESG. A, because I don't believe in ASG and all this social engineering and climate crap that they're pushing, but B, I want my 401k to do the best that it can. And you said, well, they're all like that. So would this, that, this happening to BlackRock and the potential that it could, you know, create a trend here, could there be, and I doubt, BlackRock's going to change his point of view, because as you said, Fink is like a very committed wokester um, and is trying to virtue signal and, and do the bidding. Because I, I actually think a lot of this ESG stuff is actually, it's like a contribution to Democrat poli- the Democrat Party and their policies. I mean, because th- these aren't in line with conservative values, so Republican values. So could there be another investment fund that says, OK, let them do that. We'll be the people... Sorry. Have, are just focused on profits, and maybe it will attract more business that way
1: so so there's the, the, the other big ones uh, that do this, and all the big ones are is Vanguard and State Street also are money managers that uh, have gone woke, well. but Florida was not the first state to pull their money from BlackRock, and I know we, we kind of this seems like it's in the weed stuff, Rachel um, talking about ESG and BlackRock, and some companies that you don't really hear a lot about. But this is at the this is at the center of the fight that we're in. That using your money, that you disagree yes. with these policies, to advocate for this one world order these these ideas that are are going to take us in a really bad direction. But again, I said Florida wasn't the first. Louisiana um, pulled their money out. Now they don't have as much as Florida, but about you know almost eight hundred million dollars. South Carolina withdrew two hundred million dollars. Uh, from BlackRock. So you, you asked Rachel also, well, what can be done? Well, you have people who are taking the initiative themselves. Look at, if you watch Fox News, Vivek Swam. You see him on Fox all the time. He's done our podcast and he was a tech guy, a finance guy. And he said, I'm going to start my own fund. And by the way, I can't remember the name of his fund right now. But I'm going to start my own fund. I remember we this. Going to, we are going to invest and maximize return for investors. And it's going to be you know, people like this, Vivek or even Elon Musk, who says, you know what? I want free speech in America, I'm going to buy Twitter. Apple, you want to take my phone off the platform? I might just start my own phone company. There's, there's still Americans who believe in free speech um, or in investing for return and not, they haven't bought into the whole woke ideology. But the reason this conversation, again, is important, I I mentioned your money, but also this has been happening for a very long time, and we haven't noticed it. They've done it quietly and pushed it. And all of a sudden, kind of like the school systems, the, the school systems have been going well for some time. Democrats for decades have been working on taking over your school. And it's only now we see the fruits of their labor where it's almost too hard to roll it back. That's the same thing in this space. And I think when we, when we wake up, when we get woke ourselves as conservatives, to use their term woke, and start to realize we have real power, how we spend our money, where we invest our money matters to this economy. And when we just say, well, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's too, I got to think too much. It's just, I want to make it easy. By the way, we're guilty of that. Um, I think Amazon is as woke as all get out. And we use Amazon a lot. It was not a good alternative, and so, but I do try to make choices that that support businesses that that um, match our values.
0: Yeah. So it's uh, Strive, I believe, is the name of the fund. Yeah. Strive Strive, Strive. Strive Capital. Yes. Strive Capital. Yep. Strive Capital, and I think that honestly, you and I have had this conversation uh, before. Louisiana and Florida did this, and we were upset about the fact that our four hundred one k money was going in there but there were no alternatives. And I asked you, Remember, remember after we had Vivek on um, a while ago and, and we had been talking about his fund and I was like, I wish Fox would give me an option to use that, but could other companies do that? Could companies like Home Depot, companies that maybe have sort of, you know, more Republican leadership, more conservative leadership, say like the NHL, they're investing the funds of their hockey players. Could they go, could, could an investment fund like Strive be an option for them or just strive not yeah. to get way bigger before that would happen?
1: Well, you know, they, they have to make those choices for themselves. But I think what's important is that they look at, well, what 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 fund is going to maximize the return for my my community, my, my employees, um, you what company fits my values. And you gotta you gotta go out and search and find it. And by the way, if you work for someone and again you're putting your money into a 401k and you're with BlackRock or State Street or or Vanguard. Yeah, say, listen. I push push your management to go. Maybe we should go somewhere else. because yes. I don't want to put my money yes. into these i into these ideas. You also just a quick note on this. We can we can. Um, I don't want everyone's eyes to gloss over because, but it's important. But um, you also have state attorney general attorneys generals who are looking at ESG um, and some of the policies around ESG and how that might be violating their state laws. And so. That right, Because
0: because the law is that you're supposed to be maximizing the money of all these people who are in the fund and in the 401k. And if you're not, then you're not. Now they'll say they'll give you all these answers as to why actually, if you're working on the climate change, you're actually, in, you know, investing in the future and they'll give you some, you know, wokey BS answers. But I hope these attorney generals and actually, is there a role for really quick before we so I want to quick talk about the politics just a little bit. But is there a role for you used to sit on the Financial Services Committee in in the House? Is there a role for Congress enforcing these investment companies to be focused on return and not this, um, you know, social engineering and climate change?
1: Well, so just, I mean, so the tip of the spear doing oversight on this is going to be the financial service committee where I used to be. But we also have this philosophy that we have freedom, right? If you don't like the, the way they invest your money and how they use your money for their political movements, go somewhere else.
0: But I can't right? stop, Sean. I mean, I work for Fox, uh, for example, or somebody else works for another company, a big company, and, and, and they're putting your money where it goes. Now, I can, I can as an individual person, Pressure that, but yes. ultimately, shouldn't these funds not exist except to turn a profit?
1: Well, I, that, that, that's my view. But by the way, just you, I, I we're talking about, I'm using Fox as an example. Fox does not use BlackRock. Just to be clear on that. <laughs> so, but if you're just, just, and this is the last point I'll make. If you're in Oklahoma, if you're in Texas, if you're in Louisiana, they produce a lot of energy there. They have a lot of tax revenue that comes from oil and gas. They have a lot of jobs that come from oil and gas. And if you have the, the retirement money from Texas going to BlackRock and BlackRock is attacking the oil and gas industry through their ESG policies, they're undermining your very way of life. right? And so that's that's, right. that is imperative for those states to look at, hey, what do we do here? And they're trying to actually destroy our economy. Why would we give them our money? And that's right. what's happening now. And that's happening in states right now. They're starting to think through this far more effectively and we're so always we're um, always
0: 10 steps behind the liberals um it's just it's so infuriating i'm glad we're waking up to it and now let's talk really quick sean about i mean DeSantis is just off of you know a pretty impressive win in the midterms really solidifying florida as a republican state under his leadership his leadership there's just no way around denying that his leadership his handling during covid um, of the state is is why you had counties in you know south you know in Miami for example Miami Dade County you know turning around in these incredible numbers uh, for him uh, and so now you have him coming out and doing this I mean he's making some really big moves
1: no he he isn't I mean he was one that was standing up for I believe it's Title IX with girls competing in yes, actual girls sports. Yeah not letting men say they're girls and compete in girls sports. So he's, he's been on and the he pushed four,
0: back he, against Disney on transgender. I mean, he has, he seems to have like a, a really astute political nose for what everyday common people are interested in.
1: You know, and he's done really well. And I'm not sure if he's going to run for president or not. He and Donald Trump used to be friends. i not saying they're not friends <laughs> now, but I think that, um, to that's, say a, <laughs> that's a real, But that's a real consideration that DeSantis has to take. Do I want to go against Trump? And Trump plays a different political game than Ron DeSantis. Being good on policies is wonderful for voters. But sometimes as you, as you dig into a political campaign and, and two people are on a stage together and how they handle questions and how they rough each other up, that actually matters. And Ron DeSantis has not necessarily been tested that way. He might be great. Um, he may not do very well. And so- um, It I is think, hard to uh, see
0: until they're on the stage. Uh, it's true. And and good. you always say, Sean, good primaries, uh, rough primaries make for better candidates anyway.
1: Metal, metal sharpens metal, no doubt about that. So um, that's, that's yet to be seen. But again, Ron DeSantis, I think, I don't know that, Rachel, I might disagree with you that he's turned Florida red. I just think there was a lot of even moderate voters, even Democrat-leaning voters who go like, what he's done worked, and I love what's happening in my state, and I love my kids, and I love that he pushed back on Disney and said, we're not going to talk about sex to first, second, and third graders. Not radical, um, but but the Democrats and Disney walked right into that trap to go, yeah, no, no, we want to talk about not just sex, but transgenderism to your little kids. I mean, yeah. who doesn't disagree with that? Yeah. And
0: my, so, my so only the beef politics
1: with- of Ron DeSantis has been remarkable.
0: Yeah, my only beef with his Disney policy was that you know, it was only like K through third grade or something. I'm like, I, I don't want anyone talking to my kids about sex. I don't care what, what age It's just, I don't even want it in school. I mean, there's no need for it. They're getting enough information through their parents, hopefully, but also the internet. I just, I don't trust anyone talking about sex with my kids other than me. Um, so, so there's that, but, but I'll say this. He also, to be fair, benefited from a lot of people leaving places like New Jersey, New York and, Connecticut and moving to Florida because they were so frustrated with the lockdowns. Um, even people leaving places like Michigan and going, I'm done with Michigan, I'm I'm moving to Florida. There was a lot of, I guess your point is there was a lot of factors that played into it. But there's no doubt that Ron DeSantis took the opportunity of barely winning in, you know, in Florida when he won his first um, you know, election there as governor. And he almost lost that. And definitely Donald Trump is a reason why he won it, but he took that opportunity and he has been fighting for the people of his state in a way. And I also, the other thing I like about him, Sean, is that he, when he closed down the state, he came back and he said, I'm "Uh, I'm sorry, sorry I'll never do that again. And I love that humility, which is something people say he doesn't have. (laughs) Uh, It was one of the criticisms of Ron DeSantis, but um, but I will say I did like that he came back. He was one of the few that said, you know what? I made a mistake and I won't do that again. So uh, anyway- I let, think me, let, let, let,
1: let me give you one last example for the Ron sure. DeSantis success. So he's been successful by all stretches, but I'm going to give you an example that I, you've heard me say before. When, when I gave speeches, and I gave a lot of speeches um, in politics, you always want to go after someone Who's not very good, right? You don't mm-hmm. want to go after a rock star speaker, right? For it's sure. never good to go after Donald Trump if you're yeah. going to give a speech, right? Because you're just, you, no matter what you do, you're going to be a letdown. That's you want to go after someone who's That's maybe not true. a very good speaker because then you appear to be that much better. This is a little secret of politics, everybody. That's you want to go after someone who's not good because if you you you're just you, you you come across better um, when you give your speech. Ron DeSantis benefited from everybody almost everybody across the country doing such a horrible job right they were so bad with their mandates and their lockdowns and their schools and there were there were very few
0: governors that stood up and 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 did it right but but christy Christy Nome did it sean
1: she did and she's on the national stage because she did do it and her we, we went to her state during the pandemic and it was fantastic we went to dinner with her husband brian and we sat down without masks, like, isn't this oh my god this is yeah we were in the
0: middle of it
1: but it was awesome yeah anyway yeah, that's, the, that's the last point i wanted to make on on Sanders
0: we'll have more of this conversation after this did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion if that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro life pro family views then every life is your solution every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit Everylife.com to learn more. That's Everylife.com, and don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10 percent discount on your first order today. Let's move on to the, uh, your more
1: excited topic, which is the <laughs> Royals. So you have some questions. Laid out
0: for us. So it's interesting. So you had, as I mentioned, that uh, you know Prince William and 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 Princess Kate were coming to the United States. This was a, you know, a big deal. They they haven't traveled like this. I don't know if this is the first time or 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 what uh, that they've traveled here together. But it, it certainly in a long time we haven't seen them come. And this was a, a much anticipated. Um, I think you since know, he's been
1: prince, first time since he's. The, the new prince they've come, I believe.
0: That must be. Maybe that's right. Maybe yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um, but in any case, th- they're coming and several things have gone wrong. So the first thing that happened is just before, you know, just as they're landing back home in England across the pond, uh, the new soon to be Queen Camilla has a big event. And it's a charity event. And this is sort of her big coming out party, if you will, for her charity. And, you know, there's been a lot of questions of whether she'll be accepted as the queen because she has this, you know, sorted background with the beloved, you know, being the mistress um, for the future king. And, you know, everyone loves Princess Diana. and, And Camilla just never could measure up, look wise or otherwise. And so here she is. She's going to be the queen. And she has her big coming out fundraiser charity event. And while she's there, um, one of the, they call them lady consorts, I guess. I, I think that means that they were like, that this older woman, she's in her 90s. Um, she's invited to the event representing the royals. And um, I guess, I think it means she was maybe like, you know, one of the bridesmaids for, you know, uh, Queen, Queen Elizabeth when she, you know, when she first got married. I don't know exactly, but. All of that, but she's, you know, a, a minor royal figure, but she's there, and she uh, talks to one of the the recipients of the charity event, and this woman who is one of you know runs this charity for women, I think it's like for domestic abuse, uh, happens to be a British descent, but happens to be black, and this older woman again, she's in her nineties, asks this. Uh, woman, if, you know, if she's from Africa and kind of continues to, you know, basically imply that, you know, where are you really from? As the woman responded and said, I'm, I'm from, you know, such and such place in England. She goes, yeah, yeah, but where are you really from in Africa? So this becomes this huge deal, um, a big racial racial row, if you will, in in England. I think it's a generational thing. I kind of excuse that kind of stuff because I think it's, it's probably generational, I think the she in any case she's she's thrown out of she's no longer a royal she's stripped of her title, um, and so Kate and William are landing in America as this racial row is exploding in England. And of course, this is an interesting thing. It's not just a one-off because back back in the United States, you have Meghan Markle. And Harry, who have implied through their Oprah Winfrey interview uh, a couple summers ago that the royals are racist and that there was somebody in the family, everyone assumes is Camilla, by the way, a lot of assumption that it's possibly Camilla, that uh, said, you know, what color, you know, what, what shade of color do you think, you know, the new grandson's going to be? And this also, I think, is a generational thing that has been skewed into a racism thing, but in any case, that's always this undercurrent um, that the royals are racist. And of course, the royals, Sean, as you know, have this colonial past, and there's you know, you know, imperialism and cultural imperialism. So there's all this stuff going on. And William and Kate are supposed to be like the 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 way to turn the page, and and frankly, Harry and Meghan Markle were supposed to help turn the page on that but it didn't work out that way so they land in the United States and as they're landing and they're dealing with this scandal in the middle of it just to make sure that everything you know to steal their thunder Harry and Meghan Markle just happened to drop the much anticipated trailer to their big Netflix documentary because remember Sean They said they moved to the states because they didn't want to be with the paparazzi, but then they signed a multi-million-dollar Netflix deal, um, where they're actually doing a reality TV documentary, stealing the thunder from from William and Kate. Back in England, many people are saying that this should be the final straw. That you know, soon to be King Charles, King Charles, um, should absolutely strip Harry and Meghan of all the royal titles. Um, that they're clearly antagonistic towards the royal family, the monarchy, and um, and they should do that. Now, giving okay. you sort of the, okay. I've given a lot of background for Sean because Sean does no. not follow So given right. what I've told you, now what do you think?
1: So my first question is, America's a big country with a lot of interest in the royals. Is there really not enough room for both Harry and and his brother to have the stage at the same time? Do you really, does this Netflix, you know, story really m- mean he's trying to steal the thunder from his brother?
0: Well, I mean, look, the Daily Mail is only, has only so many, there's only one place for the top story, right? And the Daily Mail, which is where we all go to get our royal news. Uh, the The headline is William and Kate, but it's sort of tinged by this racial stuff. And then underneath is like this beautiful, you know, picture from the, from the, from the trailer of the documentary of Prince Harry and, and Megan sort of hugging in a way that like the stiff Will and, and Kate could never hug that way. Cause they've got that British stiffness and they, their only show of affection is they sort of barely hold hands as they walk stiffly. And then here's Harry, you know, all in love and Lubby Dubby. And so, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, Sean, but it's happy news for uh, uh, Harry and Megan. And it's you know, more trouble, uh, for, for Kate and, and, and William. And it looks, and again, when they went, I don't know if you remember this, Sean, a few months ago, or I think it was a few months ago when they went to the Caribbean, there were also protesters, you know, calling them colonial imperialism, imperialists and whatnot. And there were, you know, um, Again, threatening the Commonwealth and, and everything that Queen Elizabeth had had built in building goodwill with the Commonwealth. So I, I don't know. Okay, I guess. So, all
1: right. So, so let me ask you another question. So um, obviously, uh, Meghan and Harry have been on the outs with with the royal family. They, yes. they leave England and want to come and make their way. in the United States get away from the paparazzi, as you said. They, they get as much press sure. as they can here. So if and by the way th- their projects thus far have not been wildly successful if i'm accurate this big well, netflix deal well, they
0: the just netflix got a big deal, award they just got a big award from the kennedy center like for their charity which right. i still don't understand their charity it's just them calling people so, telling them good good but, work i don't know
1: but they're, a, they're so but they're about being really rich and really famous yes, and so that's right. what if if you're netflix and you're harry and megan and you're like, my brother's coming over, there is no better marketing time than to drop your trailer when he lands in the country so I get everyone to go to Netflix and they all are gonna watch this documentary, everyone's gonna know about it, and that means, one, I've earned the money that, that they've given me, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna re-sign another deal and make even more cash so I can live in an, in an environmentally unsafe home massive spewing energy i can fly in my private jets i can live like i'm a king without the responsibility of being a king and dropping it right now marketing wise brilliant maybe not brotherly but financially, not definitely not brotherly. smart
0: well, yeah know, you know you bring up the point maybe you know listen there was you know netflix wanted to drop this sooner and then they had to uh they pushed the 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 drop date for the premiere of this um, series. And by the way, it's an $88 million series. Can you imagine getting $88 Ugh. million? Uh, so, th- so it was pushed back out of respect for, for the Queen's death, right? Um, they pushed it back. But you're right. Maybe Netflix is like, maybe, maybe Harry knew this was a bad deal to drop it at this time. Maybe he wasn't trying to hurt them. But Netflix also is like, hey, we got $88 million invested in these people we're gonna drop it now and you got to bet that megan markle is like oh great i'll get to steal all the thunder that 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 may be she she may have been down with it but maybe harry didn't like it but netflix at some point has to look out for their product right and you're right it is a brilliant time to drop it and it creates more controversy i mean we're talking about it today because you know now you know uh th- there's all this controversy as william and kate are coming here with what's happened back back with the 90 year old royal and by the way the the woman the 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 royal woman who made the racial comment or it's been s- skewed as a racist comment is william's godmother as well so she, he's now tied to the racist person and then this drops i mean you're right i mean if you look at the daily mail you look at the tabloids this is all everybody's talking about um and so it's it's a brilliant move uh i think marketing wise but i think this might drive a permanent wedge with the brothers and it's got to really tick off prince charles who has shown that he has very little patience with harry very little so patience can, with harry. can
1: i can i give you another take that's again as you know like i i'm not into the royal family like rachel is mm-hmm. and let me make a, a a case for why i think we should absolutely ignore them so <laughs> I, we just got done talking about esg and not giving our money to our money to companies that are going to use our money against us to invest in companies and get them to change to be wokesters as opposed to getting return on investment. So you, you have the royal family. King Charles is a radical environmentalist who is pushing ESG environmentalism around yes, yes. the world. We'll use that platform for that purpose. Again, bad for the West. Great for China, bad for the West. But also you have the, the two sons that are incredibly woke. They're pushing yeah. every bad policy, every bad sure. idea that every radical liberal has. They've embraced and they push it. And I go, why would we ever give them any publicity? Why do, why do we even, if the story comes on about them, why watch it? Because everything they believe in is garbage and anti-West. And it's going to be the destruction of Western civilization, what they're promoting. And I there's go, no, you know there's what, no question don't about give that. them an ounce of anything. You know what, you're rich, you're filthy rich, you're spoiled, and you're a victim. Oh, go palm sand. Get out, get out, get out of here. We have enough problems in America. We don't need your little family feud um, and trying to sell us on your really bad uh, teeth and bad ideas from bread. Oh.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I love <laughs> I'm so I'm a little surly right now. So that's that is kind of a, the, the man's take of the house.
0: Okay, so first I want to clear up some things because I know there's going to be people watch or listening that are going to go, Rachel, you got this wrong. So it is she is a lady in waiting. It's Lady Susan Hussey, um is her name, and she is the one um who made the the so called racist comments. She's like her, ninety. Her years last old.
1: name is her last name is Hussey. Her last name is Hussey.
0: <laughs> Um, so I'm going to make sure I have that right. She's the one accused of the racist comments. Uh, but back to what you said, like, to be clear, I I don't talk about them because I love them. I talk about them because I hate them, both of them. And I and for exactly the same reasons, I find them to be kind of self-loathing. They're, yeah, they're insufferable. They're self-loathing. Um, and at the same time, they're super self-righteous. And instead of carrying on, like, you know, as we, we've, you and I've talked about before, that the role of the King and, and, and William is supposed to be the future King right after Charles, um, is to be sort of the, the, the head of the church of England. And, um, and, and they're clearly not practicing, um, Cat or, uh, Anglicans they're, they're, they're from the church of England. They're clearly not They're, they're, they're basically going, th- what they do in terms of wh- what you see happening in, in church and, and the ceremony, I believe the queen believed it um, f- as a Christian um, and, and, and uh, all the traditions that they had that were steeped in the church that I, I believe she abided by it. I believe she was a true woman of faith. These two, I think, are globalists, um, just like uh, King Charles is a globalist and that is their religion and uh, and so yeah i i don't love them but i can't turn away from them and i can't turn away from this train wreck of meghan markle who i have to give her credit she is the master marketer and if not if netflix didn't come up with the idea of dropping the trailer in the middle of this all important you know tour that the the uh, prince um, william and kate are making to the united states in the, uh, I believe it was probably Meghan Markle who came up with this idea. Just, she okay. just knows how to do it. She's amazing. Can I sorry. just tell you, somebody said, uh, Omid Scobie, he's like one of these, you know, royal watchers. He said, if tomorrow is Prince William's Super Bowl, then the halftime show is, Harry, <laughs> is, uh, is Ma- Meghan Markle well, and Prince Harry.
1: So let me ask you this. Are you going to watch it? Be honest.
0: I mean, I, I am I, I going to watch a Netflix series? Of course, yes. I'm going to watch it.
1: Exactly. So you're, fe- you're, you see, you're feeding the bees. I can't you're help doing, it. You're doing, you're doing exactly what we say we shouldn't do I as know. conservatives. And I so, know. listen, you got you to, to your kids, you got to practice what you preach. Um, I so I think
0: because I know that this thing is going to be so overly produced and managed um by megan markle it's going to be so deliciously phony that i'm just gonna enjoy watching it i mean she's you're
1: you're participating in the demise of america that's all i'm going to say i love america is it the demise
0: of america the (laughs) demise of of the royal family and the monarchy
1: their idea their ideas with black rocks ideas and democrat ideas are the joe biden's ideas the demise of this country they really are and so we got to pull the ripcord here let's pull it let's I'm, don't make me watch it and you shouldn't either that's my takeaway
0: okay i, I mean can't stop. To, there is no way that we can remain ma- married and share a netflix account and not watch this um it's going to be it will be our new yellowstone we have to watch wa- we have to Wish watch by the,
1: by the way we could we should come back to yellowstone because it's not been pretty good everyone <laughs> It's so wait, mean wait, yellow,
0: can, and can I unlikable. Say, Yellowstone is woke. I am so sick of like, uh, you know, people saying that Yellowstone, I think uh, Megan McCain and others are like, oh, it's the non-woke series. Yellowstone is way too yo- woke for me. I like watching it, but it is woke. Agreed, Sean?
1: Yeah, it's been, it's been a little bit more painful this season, what, season five to watch. We can go, we can get into that a little bit later, but... Um, I should quickly cancel Netflix, everybody. And I, I, I did for a <laughs> while, but I should quickly cancel it so we cannot participate in funding these insufferable human beings that you know, came to our point. country and, and want to participate in its demise. And uh, I say no. But anyway, that's all, I, that's all I've got on the royal family. I'm kind of a, it's a, it's a, it's a salty, salty take.
0: I, I agree with, uh, before we go, I just want to say I agree with your point and as much as I have tried to remove myself from some of these, you know, try not to fund the woke culture out there, you do get a pass every now and then. And I'm going to call a, a pass on the Megan and Harry docuseries because that reality show is going to be such a train wreck I just won't be able to be able to turn oh, away from so with okay, that here's the
1: no no wait wait one, one last second there's Go only ahead. one there's only one email at fox that I know and I'm gonna give it to you so if you if you disagree with Rachel you can voice your opinion it's <laughs> friends at fox.com right friends friends at fox.com that's the fox and friends email or oh, friends, friends at fox.com or friends at foxnews.com email in and let, let Rachel know that she is absolutely wrong about uh supporting the demise of america with the royal family <laughs>
0: <laughs> you think that all those emails are going to spare you <laughs> from
1: uh
0: from watching the docu-series but it's going to be a podcast and so you're going to have to watch it as research so yeah, i know darn right. it so okay enough, i'm going to sign out because she's thinking of Listen, stuff
1: thank you for joining on this uh on this uh, edition of from the kitchen table we appreciate you joining us if you like our podcast you can rate review please subscribe uh, to From the Kitchen Table, wherever you get your podcast. And until next time, um, have a good one. Bye-bye.
0: Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription. And Amazon Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on the Amazon Music app.